Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 292. Wow, we're getting close to 300, guys. We are. Look at that. Almost 300. Ready to take on the Persian Empire. <laughs> right? <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go around the room real quick. George, Persian Empire, tell us about yourself. It's okay. It'll be real quick. It's just three of us. Uh, hi, I'm George Safanis. <laughs> I work on Jetpack by Day, and I like building shinies. Nice. Good to have you on. Steve, what about you? Hi, I'm Steve Zengit. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. Yeah, .blog this time. And um, um, I did a show yesterday with uh, Bridget over on WPBlab. You can go take a look at that, wpwarcore.com slash WPBlab. We talked about cold calling the WordPress way. It was a very interesting episode, and you should definitely go take a look at it. It, it was we had, a, we had a great time. Wait, cold calling? Like calling leads? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and how much it absolutely sucks when people like call you on the phone and go like, "Hey, I want to sell you a printer." And I, yeah, I but how would hate it be worth it? For, uh, I mean, like oh, no. when a hosting company messages you out of the blue asking if they can do a guest post on your blog. Yes, that type of thing. Uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah the short I, answer is don't. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Uh, did, did you ever do any of that? I have, and I absolutely hate it. Um, <laughs> um, Chris Levin and I talk about this all the time, right? Um, cold calling is a necessary part of what I do, right? I am a biz dev, right? So I yep. run biz dev for Zeke as well as as well as well owning the company. And so I have to make calls, and I hate getting calls. So I always feel bad making calls, right? It's And it's just, right? It's, it, Here's the thing. I've got something of value that people need, right? I just, I hate calling people when they're in the middle of their day, right? It, it, it sucks. I like, I like uh, warm calls, right? I like when somebody's made an intro or yeah. somebody knows that I'm calling, right? Warm calls are fine. Cold calls are terrible. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess like the question I had for her, and maybe you guys could even answer this, is that when you're going to go and send off a referral to somebody else, how how that that's that's as warm as you can get right i mean this person is yeah. is live and you're about ready to go send this referral off i send it off to like one person and i'm like hey are you available to do this type of work uh, it sounds like it's a good fit for your company what do you think and and then you end up becoming essentially like the wordpress version of angie's list where you're like going around all these people <laughs> going hey are you interested in taking this uh taking on this role hey are you interested in ta taking this because like for instance i wouldn't send steve a a thousand dollar website like that's just that's just why why would I send you that? But I wouldn't want to send somebody who's a one-person shop a a five hundred thousand dollar website. You know, there's like no. there's a two. You got to really know, you know, if you're going to be that Angie's List type person, then you need to be the one that goes like, okay, let me vet this a little bit. Let me figure out is this is this right for this person or not? Yeah, yeah. And and here's LinkedIn is perfect for uh, for cold calling, right? If I've got somebody that I want to make contact with, I'll Sorry, go to LinkedIn. Someone say LinkedIn is perfect for fill in the blank. Uh, hey, I will. I'll go to LinkedIn. I'll find who's connected to the person that I want to contact, and I'll ask for uh, an introduction. Because oh. then, at this point, I'm not cold calling. Right. Right. That, theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not freezing cold. It's. It's more. It's more. You know. A lukewarm so, call. It's a lukewarm call at that point. Yeah. So I want to talk about something that we were talking about during the pre-show. George, I yeah. want to get your uh, I want yeah. to get your take on this. So I get these emails regularly because I have uh, plugins in the plugin repository that I've contributed to, right? Mm -hmm. And I got this email this morning. WordPress 5.0 is imminent! Exclamation point. 
right? Are your plugins ready, right? And that's, it's a template that's been around for a while, but I take issue with this word, uh, imminent, right? I, I know what the word means, right? It just means it, 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 that it's about to happen. But the only other time imminent is used is before the word danger. <laughs> that's the only other time you hear somebody use that word, right? It, 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 it just, it's, it's, I, it, it's kind of meant to strike fear, but, but the, but with all the news circling around Gutenberg and WordPress 5.0, <laughs> using the word imminent probably isn't the best choice right now. Yeah, you could be right there. But, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. It is coming soon, and it has been a while since a major release. Right, but it's not uh, scary. So something to get people off their laurels and say, hey, no, actually sit up and pay attention to this. I can kind of understand why they're still going with it. But, because, I mean, the release date is now, what, mid to late November? Is it? Yeah, I think. But my question for you regarding that was like, do you think it's because of the fact that it's a word that is easily easily translatable that doesn't get lost in translation by by using such a, a very very specific word like that, like in, intimate? <laughs> it's it's it's, um, it's it, to me it's just it's it's odd. The word I think the word needs to be changed specifically for this release, right? Because I don't need I don't need more fear around this release. I've already got enough. <laughs> so anyway, I just saw that one. Was like, this yeah, that, that, that is a trip. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that one. It sounds like, it sounds like something you'd hear in the trailer for a, uh, for an action movie, right? Like, like, a, like the, the next die hard movie, right? Yes. Like the next war of the worlds type of movie. In a world. <laughs> in a world but what happens if everything goes just fine and it was intimate but 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 was it like you know did it just you know it's like dun dun you know that <laughs> did it have that same connotation or not i was don't know was that was it dun like the beginning of law and order again all all the word mean the word is totally innocent all it means is about to happen right that's all that's all the word means and i know this because i looked it up I mean, I knew what the word meant. I just wanted to find out the act. The actual You're saying the word is not Webster. guilty; it's innocent. <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> all, all the word is about to happen, but the word itself uh, just kind of strikes fear. That's all. I don't know if any of the copywriters on the WordPress team are listening to this. Just change the template. That's all I'm asking. What word would you suggest? Um, coming soon, right? Something kind of innocuous, right? Guy digging. Let's have the guy digging, like a little yeah. of a guy digging, and a dancing baby. <laughs> um, oh, coming soon is doesn't really imply the same level of no fear. seriously. It's actually time to do the thing about right. to launch. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. That's good too. Yeah, there has to be something. There has to be another one. Hmm. How about? Um, um, you like call, call people and ask them for suggestions. How about how about WordPress 5.0 is going to break all your shit? So get on. <laughs> how's that for a title? That's that's my that's Steve's version of copywriting. No, I'm actually I'm really excited. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. What are you I'm, excited about, George? I'm really excited about Gutenberg and a lot of the stuff that is opening up. Um, yeah. There's a lot of implementation stuff that. I mean, I've been watching closely a lot of the thought and care that's been going into how it's being rolled out and the decisions that are being made. And 
yes, it is a pain to learn how to create blocks. Um, there are tutorials that can help you do it, but there's a lot of really cool user interfaces you can do, and it'll make it much easier to finally get rid of those damn short codes that no user likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Look, hey, I think I think the stuff that I've seen so far is great. Is it really that hard to build a block if you're um, a developer? It depends because you need to do some JavaScript. Okay. Um, well, told us to, all to learn it like like four years ago. He said, yeah, "Deeply, right?" <laughs> so if you didn't, so if you didn't consider that imminent, then that's on you. <laughs> what if you just learned it shallow, shallowly? Is there Stress is there? Yeah. <laughs> I think learning JavaScript shallowly is how a lot of us started. Right. Um, like uh, I think a lot of people didn't learn JavaScript originally; they learned jQuery. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a lot of like basic language stuff that they just learn the jQuery shortcuts for instead, which isn't the healthiest mode. way to learn something, but yeah. I mean, it gets the job done for the moment. Yeah, it's easy mode. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with jQuery. I like it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but there's been a trend. There's been a, a definitely a trend over the last few years that shifted back to more vanilla JavaScript. Right? Because the, jQuery, you're loading a bunch of libraries that most likely you don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, to do something simple. Yeah. Oh, I, I like I did my first um, my my first Beaver Builder um, module um, recently, and it was pretty dang simple. I mean, you just find some boilerplate setup of it and go, okay, I'll just throw some things in here. I wasn't like I was doing anything complicated. It's just the user that's going to be using this thing and dragging those modules around just needed something simple to have happen. So. There's a little bit they, of JavaScript involved. There's a little bit of this and that involved, but overall, it's not too bad. But they give it to you, like they give you the whole framework. Like they give oh, you yeah. a, a great, a couple of great samples that you could really just go in and change a couple of words, mm -hmm. and you've got your uh, you've got your Beaver Builder module. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's just a it's just whatever the output was, and then what are the values I need to shove in there to make the output work and. It was pretty simple. Yeah, I think a lot of people can get scared off by some of the new Gutenberg Reacty stuff because you see the new JSX syntax, which looks like you're just dropping HTML tags in your JavaScript, and you're just like, "What? How can this possibly work?" And you need to go through some uh, transpilers to actually build that into JavaScript that browsers can run. But I mean, if you're writing a lot of stuff, it makes it a lot easier to write. But you don't need to do that. You can just write classic. JavaScript syntax with function calls instead of uh, crazy XML in your JavaScript. Um, but a lot of examples don't include that, so folks don't realize that, no, it could be a lot simpler by so, being more complicated. So, so, <laughs> so let, let's, get, let's get geeky for a minute, right? So, um, so I don't know React and I don't know Vue, right? My developers know uh, both and they love Vue versus React because it's a lot easier to code. Right, that's what I hear. I, I'm not speaking from experience, right? Because uh, Gutenberg and and or WordPress, right, it, you know, started with React and they've gone sort of down the React road, right? And that's what they're using now. Is it? Um, have we gone through another technology cycle? You know, um, now because Gutenberg took so long to to get out that that now um, we're all stuck with React. I know I've I've I know I've, it's kind of a setup question, but. Um, honestly, I saw a lot of the internal discussions and the external discussions, really, because a lot of it was in the public uh, about 
React versus Vue versus Preact versus vanilla JavaScript before the all happening around the mm -hmm. time when they were having the uh, React licensing questions. Mm -hmm. uh, and really, everything came down, every real objection from folks that looked super closely at the technical capabilities, at the communities, at the backing, the only real objection to React was licensing. And when we said, no, we can't do it because of the licensing, Facebook then finally said, oh, snap, we are going to change the licensing. <laughs> But uh, Vue is a great library. Um, it's they're doing different things in different ways, and for our purposes, and especially with uh, things like React Mobile, um, there is more accessibility and more ability to use it in a variety of environments uh, that'll make life much easier in the long run, uh, as well as a greater library of more components and a richer ecosystem. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I mean, at the time, my major hesitation to, and this was like a year and change ago, was the my major hesitation to, uh, like, officially choosing React or something was, um, it felt like there was a lot of people that were pushing for Vue, um, but I'm I didn't really understand the reasons for each. I've done what research I could into both of them and. In the end, they're both libraries, and React isn't that hard. Uh, it takes a little bit longer to get started just because of the JSX syntax with like the XML or writing XML in that. But once you're in there, there's a lot more stability. Okay. Um, it's a bit more buy-in, and really, that's not something WordPress has been good about in, in the past. Uh, we generally choose the path of least resistance for the moment and then leave technical debt down the road. So it was kind of refreshing to see this more considered uh, thing that should be paying much more dividends long run uh, than just, hey, let's throw in another underscore that will and backbone that we're never going to be using it again after two years. <laughs> How how are your guys approaching that, Steve? Like, I know everybody's all excited about it and stuff, but, uh, you know, how are you as the person, you know, running the company and everything, hearing, oh, this is the type of technology you want to use. Are we okay with using it? And how, how should we approach this, you know, using this technology? You know, how are you looking at that? You know, I have guys on my team that have done both, right? That, uh, I have Calvin, who comes from um, a, a pretty uh, deep React uh, background, right? And it, it's it's a language that he knows deeply, for, for lack of a better term, <laughs> right? Um, and and then I, you know, I have Jacob and Aaron who who really love Vue, and they love it because it's um, it's it's um, more rapid development. Um, that that's the easiest way I can describe it, right? Again, I'm I'm only speaking from what I hear because I don't have a lot of experience with either of these languages, right? right. I've done I've scratched the surface on on Vue, um, and it was pretty straightforward. Um, and so, you know, whatever is there, we're gonna find a way to make it work, right? We've got the capabilities to make it work. Um, we're just you know we're in the, one of those um, periods where. Um, you know, you, you just have to understand multiple libraries because you don't know what, you know, when you take on a project and or you take on a, a platform, you don't quite, you don't know what they're going to be using, right? And everybody's using something different. Um, and so um, we're, we're just in one of those type areas where we kind of have to know both, right? 
from what my guys have said, if they had their preference, they'd code in Vue. And so the things that we're coding from scratch, we're coding in Vue. Mm. And again, I can't give you a technical reason why, uh, other than uh, they find it uh, quicker to code. Yeah. You know, and that could also just, be something playing into the, uh, the scope of the projects they're working mm -hmm. on, like a huge giant thing like Calypso, uh, or not like not Calypso, Gutenberg, uh, and any expansions it might make beyond just the post editor down the road, maybe a lot different than the front end of a site or a mm -hmm. different size app in the back end. Yep, totally get it. Totally get it. And um, I guess yeah. I guess she benefits Steve by being able to do both. That if a project already exists that has one or the other, you're okay with using one or the other. We are right, and and then and, and and you know, and we can also always make um, the case for refactoring, right? If something's gonna uh, you know take longer in one platform than than another, right? And that's what I worry about, uh, or not worry, but that's what I get concerned about with um, WordPress settling on React, right? Mm -hmm. um, is it you know, is it the Bionic Man where you know we, we're going to have to rebuild him later on down the line, right? I, you know, I don't know. We will rebuild him. Isn't that wasn't that the tagline? <laughs> we can't. We can rebuild him. Well, I mean, look, look how long did we use a uh, tiny MCE? I mean, we we used the hell out of that thing. I mean, uh, I think that thing has... it's one of the main. Uh, uh, it's what's actually driving the uh, mm -hmm. editor block in Gutenberg. Yeah, uh, and it is it is such a pain in the ass to extend, right? To 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 work to work with a tiny MCE is just hard. But By itself, it has the same level of browser support as it. Yeah, and and it's gotten better, right? I mean, there's 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 you know hooks where you can you can you know, put the put your own custom buttons in. It's just it's a it's a pain in the ass. Tiny MCE is very moody. Right, because one one little one little issue that you introduce and you just you just break the editor. It's fun, and it has to work with all the other things that are attempting to break the editor as well. So, there. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially if you have if you have something like um, uh, advanced uh, tiny MCE, uh, whatever that plugin is. There's like a there's like a a tiny MCE extended plugin. It's right, like more kitchen sink. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Right, where you can add a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Try having that plugin active and then making a customization to Tiny MCE. That's 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 a that's a fun weekend right there. Mm. <laughs> I mean, as long as your optimization, as long as your changes are fairly basic, it's probably not going to destroy anything. Like if you're just adding a button that will uh, insert a snippet of text uh -huh. in there or wrap something in something or other. Um, and I will say that having done both now. Um, I th think that building React blocks is easier uh, for for Gutenberg. It's easier than creating shortcode views for Tiny MCE. Oh, wow. like the visual shortcode thing. I would imagine that would be the case because uh, uh, anything's easier than creating those shortcodes for Tiny MCE. <laughs> I mean, that was something that had come out like I think three, four years ago, uh, and there was some buy-in from the community, but not that much. And I think that if that had really taken off, we could have maybe had a couple more years out of what we already had. But and, no. and just 
just for the, just so the audience knows, right? Uh, for those who don't know, TinyMCE is not a, uh, a WordPress product, right? That's something that was brought in. It's an external library that was brought in. Uh, I just put the put it uh, in uh, the link for you there and then for the show yeah. notes. I, I looked and I was like, <laughs> oh wow, TidyMC Advanced. It only has two million uh, installations, so yeah. it's not that big of a deal, you know. It's Tiny. it's whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah no, no, Tiny is an external product. Uh, it is also something that the WordPress community has been actively working with the developers on, and they have been throwing in and helping us with stuff. So it, it, there's a lot of back and forth. It's, it it is its own it's its own open source project, correct? Yeah. Yep. I mean, as they should. Any anybody who's using uh, someone else's library, if if you're if you're applying changes to it or wanting to improve that product, yeah, definitely make sure that you're kind of going back to the main source and saying, "Hey, by the way, we wrote all this cool stuff. Hopefully, your you know the other um, people that are using this project will also be able to benefit from it." I'm I'm on the I'm on the tiny MCE uh, site, and the little uh, chat box came up to see if they can help me with anything. Should I ask them anything while we're online here? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the spot, dude. Yeah, those chat boxes. Those chat boxes crack me up when you when you go to a website and they just pop right up. Hi, welcome to the site. I know it's just a bot on the other end. It's there's nobody there. No, no. If you message them, it will actually connect uh, you to a real. No, person. I know. I know. <laughs> so, so, uh, Tiny MC right. probably. Hi, I'm anti joke chicken. You may know this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, interesting thing about those little chat boxes. Uh, a friend of mine used to install those on their dev sites when they were building something out. So if they linked the client to it, that the client was poking around the website, they could like actually get a display of what the client is clicking on, what they're uh, doing things that they could message the oh, client as they're browsing the site, which was kind of a clever idea. That's a good idea. What, uh, I know we're kind of, we're covering a lot of topics here, but what, uh, what is your go-to chat box technology? Do you have one? Nope. Either of you? Nope. No. Mm -mm. Uh, I mean, the the one the one that's the big one is Intercom. That's the one that um, that I've heard uh, quite a few people use, and we actually uh, some of the churches in the area um, near 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 where I live actually use Intercom on their on their sites as a way of being able to interact with people that go to the website and go like, I don't know how to click on things. Uh, when are the times on Sunday? And then they ask the question, and then you know, you have a response that automatically goes like time Sunday. Oh, okay. And then it just spits out like a nice little block of text. That's pretty much a copy and paste off the website of here's exactly what, what it is you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, inter intercom is definitely heard of that was the other one. Uh, uh, the other big one that starts with an S. Um, I don't know why I'm spacing on this is it speaker. Uh, no, um, it'll come to me. Um, yeah, it'll come to me anyway. Zopum, Slack. No. There, no, there I are can't find it right Chatbox, now. Zapier, Zendesk. Uh, looks like there are actual ones that will uh, uh, like integrate with Slack. So if someone oh, messages, yeah. it pops up in Slack, so you can just reply to it there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which has got to be better than using some third-party application that. Uh, uh, um, my my friend my friend Adam Silver just texted me because he must be watching the show and he reminded me of <laughs> Drift. That's the one I'm thinking of. Drift. It's Drift. not just Drift. Drift. That's the one that uh, a lot of people that I know are using. Also known as that thing you do while playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Drift. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, so so Drift is a good one, and these are all pretty easy to integrate into your into your website. What else can yeah. we talk? What else? What other random things can we talk about today, Jason? Uh, like I don't know. Like I went over to I went over to one of the local churches and and went to their site and clicked on their intercom thing, and I asked it like, "What are the times this Sunday?" And then it says like, "We'll reply within five minutes." And it says, "You know, we're happy to reach you. Here's your email address or text message. Let us know." It's like they're you know trying to scoop data, and then finally it's like, "Oh, by the time service times, here's the times with you know when these are happening," and no one had to do anything. But you know the the developer of the site was the one that his name shows up, so it shows you know he, he's the one that's replying to everybody, so it makes it look like he's you know he he has all the answers. So if you want to look like you're you have all the answers, yeah, try, check out one of those. <laughs> I, I AI does have all the answers. <laughs> all it has to do is do a little bit of parsing, a little bit of a regular expression, and and there you go. Sweet. And there you go. To quote my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, so what, what are we, what, you know, a couple was a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about um, Drupal with Gutenberg. Have you guys heard anything from that? I know that there's like DrupalGutenberg.org that kind of gives you a, an understanding of here's how Gutenberg works on, you know, on Drupal. Have, have you guys heard any more about that? I think it was what, Drupalenberg? No. Drupal. <laughs> <laughs> There's like probably nine versions of like you know the, the amalgamation of those two words, but you haven't heard anything since. Not hugely, but I mean, there's not been that much huge amounts of stuff. So, I... when are they going to put uh, Gutenberg into GeoCities? Ooh, that would Ooh, be now we're talking, right? Yeah, MySpace, MySpace, finally. <laughs> finally. finally. Just wait till they put it into Classic Press. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have to wait 10 uh, years for that to happen? It, it needs to be classic before you could actually do it, right? Uh, classic cars are 20 years old. so. Oh, 20 years. Okay, well, yeah. they can wait 20 years, and then they'll finally get rid of links, so you won't have the the link roll on there anymore. And then if a classic block editor is called Gutenberg, will the next one be called like Tim Berners-Lee or something? <laughs> right. If if classic cars are twenty years old, does that mean that nineteen ninety eight models of certain cars are now classic? Should be oh, considered my friend, classic? you you know you know this as well as I do that all of our all of our music <laughs> is now being played on all the classic rock stations. Hey, no listen, when I when I when I hear soft sell on K Earth one hundred and one, I know. <laughs> You're like, oh crap, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that does that happen to you over there, um, uh, George? Where you, you start hearing you start hearing music from from back in your day, and then you're hearing it on the radio, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, why is the classic rock station playing? You know, like Steve said, like soft cell or something How like that. How old do you think I am? No, but I'm just saying. Are you are you you're getting at least that point? <laughs> are you getting to that point yet? It why do you think I'm twenty? Are you are you in your twenties? You're you're at least you're at least somewhat classic, George. <laughs> I am thirty four. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're so, getting to that point now. <laughs> the music you were listening to at fourteen is now classic. So there you go. All of your new kids on the block, what you know, what have you? The, it's all classic now. George is George is too. Uh, George, he's, he's back to whittling. He's <laughs> back to whittling. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, really turn turn on the local radio station for just a minute and and just go like oh my gosh i can't believe like my my life is now is now considered classic that's that's awesome great george you're a classic uh-huh. very very humbling uh-huh. <laughs> george 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 is george is gone he's on to the next thing i mean it's two Point. minutes left he's, already, he's just phoning it in at this point <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just exhausted. It's been a hell of a week. Uh-huh. I hear you, dude. Well, you know, I mean, 5.0 is imminent, so I can imagine that you're uh, burning the midnight oil. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. Uh, I've been working on the uh, – it's all developed out in the open anyway, so I really – I can say anything I want uh, on uh, the Jetpack contact forms in Gutenberg block, which is all sorts of interesting because we're doing is like nested blocks. So there's blocks inside blocks and each field is a block inside the form block. Uh, and then you can also insert like paragraph blocks and image blocks in between the form fields and uh, then have everything render and turn out pretty on the front end almost. Um, but <laughs> it's a known issue and I'm working on the right way of doing a fix, but it's, it gets complicated when a block has both inner HTML and inner blocks that both need to be rendered dynamic and the block itself is dynamic. Um, so it can get a bit wow. finicky. Yeah, I'm lost. That's okay. Well, you're gonna have to tell us more about that once you once you launch it. I'm yeah. I'm I'm curious about it. That'll be a fun demo. We can do a demo day. I can screen share. Ooh, demo day. Ooh, demo. We've never done a demo day. On, uh, we on we had we have had uh, Leo on actually do a full blown presentation uh, over yeah. two over two episodes. So yeah, we should definitely do a demo day after uh, after it's launched. I pull a Bill O'Reilly and say, "Heck with it. We're doing it live." <laughs> yep. And then you just pull out your, uh, just pull out your red light and just kind of, okay, here's how this works. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's heck with it. <laughs> I'm, uh, Jason, are you in the church right now? Or are you at <laughs> no, home? No, he's at home. Oh, so I can curse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can nice. say anything you want, dude. Oh, look at the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you all for being on the show. Appreciate it. Go over to our website, dpwarrecore.com slash subscribe. We can figure out how to subscribe to all this stuff. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.